Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with the indicas.com. My name is Abhishek. The heart of the subject of this cover package is the fascinating field of artificial intelligence. Uh, what was science fiction just a few years ago is slowly but surely turning out to have some interesting applications and uh, joining me on the call to talk about the cover is uh, Forbes India's Harichandan Arakali. Hi Ari. Hi Abhishek, good to be here. Thanks. Before we dive into the cover that you've written, in layman's terms, uh, without getting too technical, could you explain what artificial intelligence is? Probably one could lean on, uh, you know, uh, the test uh, recommended by uh, famous scientist Alan Turing. Um, so, in, in layman's terms, if you are uh, if you are if you are interacting with uh, something. And, uh, and you don't know, for example, you don't know what, let's say you're interacting with a computer, which is behind the screen, but you don't know, uh, the computer. And, uh, if that interaction kind of, you know, does not help you identify whether you are, you are able to differentiate between, uh, how a human would interact, uh, with you or then you're, you know, probably dealing with, uh, an artificial intelligence. So, so in other words, uh, if you're talking to party X and if that party X is a computer or if it, even if it's a computer, it talks as naturally as a human being would and you can't tell the difference. So that uh, that is the pinnacle of artificial intelligence. So to, to draw a parallel is, is as, uh, you know, at a very basic level is if you talk to, let's say, an Alexa or any one of these devices and if you say hello, but... If you say hello and if you're tired, it will respond to you by knowing the context that, hey, you're tired, you must have, you seem to have had a hard day. Or if you're excited and say hello, it will sense that in your voice and try and respond to you as a human being would at, at a very, very basic level. Yeah, I guess uh, it might, uh, it would depend greatly on the extent to which your hello is exaggerated uh, or at least it's accentuated to, you know, give one the impression that one is tired or not. Also, Personally, I have not tested out whether Alexa or, or Siri or, you know, uh, uh, Cortana or one of the others can can do it just by listening to hello. But, but I imagine such, uh, you know, uh, engines, artificial engines, uh, intelligence uh, programs can be trained to listen to the way your voice sounds and, uh, and then come up, you know, kind of match that with the uh, point that if the hello sounds this way, it's possible that the uh, the the person is uh, tired uh, and come up with something that is you know uh, sympathetic or you know sympathetic. That's the direction in which many of these things are uh, headed. In the sense that to give us human-like responses, uh, human-like uh, behavior, quote unquote, if you will, in uh, in the way the computers are supposed to help us. In, in various fields. Yeah. Yes, and, and you mentioned human-like. I think uh, one of the videos that went viral recently was uh, Google CEO doing a demonstration of how a bot or a voice from a computer can book a hair, hair appointment, a salon appointment for you by talking to a real person on the other side. But your essay that you've written, uh, uh, Hari, the overview, uh, and I quote, it says, although there, these are very early days, it is clear that artificial intelligence will touch everyone's life. What is not clear is how. Could you explain that? Uh, you know, that's that's sort of the nuance uh, uh, in terms of uh, how one should think of this as early days because the scientists themselves say, uh, for example, that uh, in in uh, you know in many cases, for example, with the things like these uh, deep neural networks and so on, uh, 
they they don't fully understand yet uh, why a certain response you know uh, you know is put forward by the computer although to it feels like the response uh, is truly that of a, an artificial intelligence that is more and more human like we believe in the best scientists the best minds don't understand many of these uh, aspects uh, so yeah i mean there you have it uh, you know a, a lot needs to be done before one can sort of very very clearly understand what is happening uh, behind the sort of black box if you will so what are some of the applications here in india that you may have discovered while you know putting this together of course we'll come to the cover story that you've done but generally right you know applications um, in india may not necessarily be very different from uh, applications elsewhere of course uh, with the with the with the uh, caveat that uh, in india you have a very large number of uh, poor people and uh, since you alluded to the government the government's uh, in a recent policy paper by the think tank niti ayog does talk about uh, how one might uh, look for ways to uh, apply uh, ai ai techniques to benefit large numbers of people in uh, some of our most uh, difficult problems so in healthcare in uh, education in uh, uh, lack of uh, uh, infrastructure in in various ways so yeah so that's the uh, and these verticals also give you when they hold out examples of where uh, you know you asked um, how ai might already be might already have been applied uh, that's the other thing that scientists generally agree on today which is that in specific things on in specific jobs and tasks uh, ai techniques seem to be succeeding fairly well for example you know because large data sets of uh, uh, say radiology uh, you know uh, you know x rays or uh, retinal scans or whatever uh, are available we may we may be able to train uh, a computer to look at uh, uh, the next one and then come up with uh, what might be the best way of uh, treating something or uh, and, and things like that similarly uh, there is there are uh, data sets of genetic uh, and, and uh, information available which uh, company you know hospitals are trying to uh, churn and uh, figure out if uh, for example treatment of uh, uh, diseases like cancer can be personalized uh, where they are again trying to apply uh, ai techniques and and talking about uh, applications and examples you've put uh, ati motors on the cover uh, this time what is behind ati motors and how does it harness ai and what does it do ati motors is uh, trying to build uh, autonomous vehicle which uh, i think if i'm not mistaken is a class 4 vehicle meaning that within uh, well understood or well defined uh, uh, sort of semi private uh, areas like for example say a factories facility or a, or the campus of a university or a or an airport for example where you go from point a to point b to point c where the route is sort of very well mapped and it has a fairly detailed three dimensional map of the whole location and so on they are in the process of building a cargo carrying a payload carrying vehicle that will completely completely move on its own it will go from point a to point b and so it so it can find applications in these kinds of areas 
one challenge uh, that is very evident is that the technology itself uh, rapidly changes uh, you know not yearly but month on month the, the whole subject of artificial intelligence and uh, the number of people across the world collaborating or working separately how does a team like this sitting in bangalore uh, that you met uh, keep up and uh, Uh, try and uh, continuously innovate one thing that is helping th- this time round is that there is a there is a strong uh, movement towards uh, open sourcing knowledge so even big companies like google and microsoft and uh, i think microsoft you may have read is uh, the latest to you know to join the other big companies like google and amazon to uh, i think while well, they have been previously doing it as well but uh, recently i read something about how they're going to be uh, putting in public domain very large data sets that others can also uh, use and benefit from so similarly you know google uh, amazon have also uh, you know placed uh, a lot of what uh, they have built and learned in in uh, you know in a sort of open source uh, environment yeah so even if you're a startup if even if you're a small three person startup wanting to build something big in uh, ai this time round not only do you have the computing and storage power because of cloud the whole cloud computing model but you also have access uh, you have access to large very large uh, data sets you know to try and train your your algorithms and so on so i think what is the, the the whole move towards open sourcing various things uh, is a big trend that is helping uh, people develop things faster this time round but Uh, the the fund the funding the vc ecosystem in india is virtually non existent i mean people are good to uh, invest in e- the next e-commerce venture but you will not find uh, uh, vcs uh, investing uh, easily in these kind of ventures where uh, there really isn't a precedence right i mean uh, uh, i don't think there is a, a precedence to ati motors in india Or, or so it's not a tried and tested model it's not it's definitely uh, i'm not sure if it's if it's even a copy of uh, uh, you know something else in the us which many of e-commerce companies are and so on so so the bottom line is the funding ecosystem uh, is still some years away evolving to a point where they can take large bets on companies like ati motors right so th- th- that takes me to the last question hari uh, is that what will need to change for uh, vcs to uh, start taking interest uh, and you're right uh, it, there isn't a lot of money chasing these ideas i guess what will need to change is a little bit of a chicken and egg situation on the one hand you you would need one one really cool success to show that uh, you know such uh, such highly sophisticated things can be done out of india on, on the other hand to do that sophisticated startup you need money uh, things are changing i mean you know today there are uh, platforms on which uh, startups can go uh, for example right out of bangalore there is something called let's venture which is an online platform that curates uh, startups and gets uh, vcs and uh, you know other syndicated uh, members to take a look at uh, interesting startups maybe that's the way to go uh, i don't know if crowd crowd sourcing or, or crowd funding can help uh, companies like this raise the kind of money that they need to raise but then there are also the local uh, uh, high net worth individuals uh, with a lot of wealth you know uh, 
the the nandan nilekanis or the you know azim premjis of india there aren't a whole many of them but certainly they are there and they have they they have begun to take bets on you know uh, deep science based uh, startups in india hopefully some of those bets will pan out and as those examples come to fore as those successes come to fore then maybe in the next you know the third or the fourth or the fifth wave of uh, more conventional vc funding in india people will start uh, you know including they'll start developing the kind of expertise they need uh, to evaluate such companies right right now we don't even have the people to evaluate these uh, deep science companies and say okay we'll take a bet on you hopefully in the year come that change and uh, when that happens we will wait to hear from you hari through your stories thank you very much uh, for your time on this podcast thank you akshay thank you and uh, as always uh, all you listeners you can get this podcast on forbesindia.com as well as on itunes and to have someone call you for a forbes india subscription message forbes to 51818